Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Tease Talk Time. I'm your host, Teresa Smith, and today's episode will be entitled Career Moves. You see, in these tough economic times, many of us find ourselves looking for employment opportunities that allow us to level up, so to speak. We are all in search of the American dream. Therefore, a promotion or a higher level position in our field is the conduit to achieving that dream. So when we cannot find those opportunities in our current jobs or locations, we literally make career moves. Not just from one job to another, but from one state to another. Recently, my number one fan of the show, my nephew, Louis Caprice Bond, made one such career move and he is here to share his experience with us today. Join me in welcoming my nephew when we come back. We'll be right back. Hello. I hear you very loud and clear. Okay, welcome Caprice, or should I call you Lewis? I, I love to hear that name, Caprice, still after all these years. <laughs> okay, so uh, welcome again back to our audience. And I'll be speaking with my nephew about this topic, career moves. So how's it going out there in Atlanta? You know, it's, it's going fine. The weather is hard to complain about. I mean, it's not summer. But, you know, right now, very close to 60 degrees. Um, and, um, and the skies are clear. So that's something to be thankful for. That's for sure. Because here in New York, we've been having like 30 and 40 degree weather this time of year. So you are still a little bit near warm and toasty out there. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I have a few questions about the career move that you made a couple of months ago um, from New York to Atlanta. So the first one is specifically, why did you decide to relocate to the job position that you hold now? Well, there were so many reasons. Um, I can remember always having that suggestion in grad school when the market got a little tough, you know, try to expand, think about relocation. Everywhere loves New Yorkers. And in my particular case, my wife's family um, had relocated close to 10 years ago to um, Atlanta, Georgia, that being her parents and her two younger brothers. And um, I did have a couple of friends that did relocate down here for career choices. One worked for Pandora. The other one is a doctor at my current hospital. And I actually, you know, felt that the opportunity for the job was really a step up for me. You know, it was an increase in salary, 
an increase in interesting tasks and also, you know, uh, this, well, this next one will be high. I believe my wife really wanted to give it a try because she had a taste of what it was like to be outside New York and get a little bit more for your money. So those are the top reasons why I gave it a shot um, and why I'm here currently. Okay. Oh, nice answer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but, you know, when we make moves, whenever a person relocates, whether it be for a position or just because, like you said, you, you want to change a, a sense of change of scenery, there's some difficulties I would imagine that comes along with that process, you know. Um, so what was the most difficult part of this process of you transitioning from your job in New York to your job in Atlanta? What was the most difficult part of that change? Well, I guess the actual realization of leaving uh, those friends and family, which I gave, a, you know, which I felt was were great relationships. Um, you know, my parents, my sisters, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, my, you know, my grandmother. And I was used to seeing them every day. I think I, I mentioned to my wife, but she might not remember. When I was younger, I always wanted to travel or go to school abroad. You know, maybe not too far, but I used to really think about definitely maybe upstate, if not, you know, one of the prestigious schools or Ivy Leagues, you know, outside New York. I mean, what I saw of college was, um, you know, a dorm room. It was living on campus. It was growing up a little bit, learning to be independent. And I always had that interest for many years in my undergrad school before actually, you know, staying in, um, you know, in a commuter school with the CUNY organization and again in grad school to Hofstra University. So um, I, I always, in my mind, had thought I can do it. You know, so I really thought it was going to happen, not just that I can do it. But, you know, since that did happen many years later, you know, I you had to kind of change your outlook of what was going to be reality. And I always thought it would be, you know, in New York with um, grandiose housing, grandiose job opportunity. And of course, what truly was grandiose was my relationship with my friends and family. You know, that was um, a lifetime of, um, of really solid relationships. So that was the hardest thing because, you know, my routine was always my family and friends. I always saw them, not even weekly, it was daily, you know. So um, that was the most difficult part. But I knew because I was a great communicator that it was something that was doable. And I'm also not afraid to hop on the flight. So I really hope for the foreseeable future, there are a lot more visits to catch up face to face. 
I know I'll be looking forward to those visits. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah, so um, we know now what was difficult about the move, but what was the easiest part? Let's flip the script now. What was so easy about it for you? Well, I know before I let you speak that you're the type of person <laughs> who can get along with anybody. You're a people person, so that's one of the reasons why I think it would be easier for you to leave a current job and even go to, um, even if you had to go to another continent, I think that you, <laughs> you would fit in real easy because you are a people person and you blend so easily and people just love you so easily and you're so approachable. But in your perspective, what was the easiest part of you making this move to Atlanta? Uh, the easiest part was I knew my wife would be happy because she always, you know, she's someone that doesn't set things in stone. I mean, when we did visit, you know, she always keep things open. And, you know, she told people it's still like a good chance. You know, you might see us back again. But it was happy to, I was happy to, to you know, to follow her leave and you know she told me of the good things that could happen down here so when I told her you know I got the job or I felt good about the job I you know because you know she had her family down here and she was happy to, to able to be able to have both of us down here at all times and um you know, it was, you know, due to some, some family issues, you know, it was important for her to be down here, um, you know, definitely for a period of time. And, you know, um, and I think that I was so happy to be able to do my part and pick a career in which and have my education build up that I did have the opportunity to travel because, you know, I know it's a little old school now, but your education, they can't take that away from you. Your experience, they can't take that away from you. And um, and those things do not anchor you. You know, you can be very marketable um, traveling when you have your, you know, your education. And um, I actually went up to the, the master's level, uh, master's degree in industrial organization psychology. And I was, you know, I was so happy that that was an interest to the people down here in Atlanta. Great. Um, so what is the job market like in Atlanta in comparison to the job market in New York from your perspective, now that you've had a taste of home? From my perspective, to be honest, it's very similar. Um, the advice I would give to anyone, especially my loved ones, the ones I gave to my younger sisters and my younger family, you know, um, I hope that my my godsons, my cousins are all listening. Uh, Tequan Smith is, is both of those. <laughs> but I would love to um, let them know that, you know, the, the way to network is um, really building relationships. It's, it has changed. And so Sometimes that's networking groups. Sometimes that's just people knowing your work. Sometimes that's marketing along with the degree. And 
that is something that here in Atlanta, depending on your specialty, um, I don't want to say easier, but Atlanta has become a melting pot of its own. You know, definitely less people than New York, but a lot of upcoming um, organizations, and they do value education and talent. But the marketing of just sending your resume and having things, that is no longer the way to go. You know, you really need to have people know who you are. And the past, they would say, is not what you know, it's who you know. And that's always been the case. But it's also been the case even more so because it's a different style of doing it. You know, you, you, um, you, you, know, you have conferences, you have organizations, and you, people have to know who you are. They want to get a sense of who you are when you're speaking with people, especially if there's someone with some influence. You want to speak to them. You want to let them know who you are. You want to be, let them know that you're interested. You don't want to waste time. Time is the most valuable thing that we have, the most valuable uh, uh, unit, uh, the most valuable, um, uh, I, I'm trying to think of the word, but just it, it, it's, uh, it, it's something that is universal. And, uh, and when you are marketing and you are uh, speaking with just people on even the casual, you want them to know what you can do. And you want to get to the point. So those skills I brought from New York and the same things I did in New York, um, time and human resources, a learning and development specialty. I am part of two human resource groups and one specifically to train and development. And I have to, to go, excuse me, go to meetings and I have to always be ready for that first impression. Wow. You're so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So you kind of answered my next two questions, I feel, because um, my next question would have been, would you recommend others to pursue jobs in Atlanta? Why or why not? And you already said that you think it's, it's a good move, you know, for people because, you know, they are looking for people from New York of course, qualified people who have all the, the right background for the positions, but there is a growing um, and thriving gar uh, job market in Atlanta. Also, I was going to ask, um, how should people making these types of career moves to other states prepare for it? Uh, like, what did you do to prepare for it? What advice could you give them about preparing for making such moves? Well, with my, my it's information always. Mm -hmm. And you can gather information in so many different, you know, uh, routes and ways. Um, I, my wife, you know, I, her family has been down here. And uh, we've been, we're still newlyweds. I like to say, you know, we're, we're, we're going on year number three. But we've known each other for a long time and um, I've got to visit some holidays. I've got to um, um, kind of see things for myself. I did like, I would like to mention the, the cost of living and even the, the size of the apartments, you know, in the space down here, the apartments, the housing, 
I've never experienced that in New York. I mean, it's, it's of course it, it has to be in New York if it's if it's in New York if it's anywhere it definitely happened in New York. But I've seen the re- real estate market really flourish. I've seen the real estate market. Um, you know, I've seen people uh, sell their dream homes. You know, I've seen um, uh, people buy other people's dream homes and make it their new dream home. And um, you know, not only did I have it from my my family, but you know, I've got to talk to you know family on our side um, and and spoke to them about it or what they thought. I've got to. Um, you know, do a little research, you know, with LinkedIn, um, Glassdoor, you know, Indeed, you see all, all of like, you know, the different jobs they have, but, and, and, and just visiting for yourself and talking to people who went through that transition. Uh, my friend who who's works for Pandora, you know, uh, five years ago, I think maybe five or seven, Pandora came to New York. He really did a great job. And he was off their position, um, you know, to transfer to Atlanta. Um, and, you know, it was a great opportunity for him. My friend who's a doctor, you know, he, um, of course, he had many different options, but he felt like based on his specialties, the ENT doctor and, you know, the, the cost of living and the housing and, you know, just all the current events, he felt like it was a place for him. So I got to speak to them about it. I got to visit their houses. And I have another friend who I'm going to, actually visit tomorrow, you know, help him build some shelves. His wife is an OBGYN at also my hospital, uh, one of the different campuses. And he is, um, you know, they, they just moved into someone's, you know, dream house. Um, and, and I just couldn't believe that that house was for, for sale. And now they're going to make it their own. It's a huge, beautiful property. Um, so really just finding as much information as possible, you know, from that being, you know, um, reading articles, keeping up with the current events, visiting people, talking to people, listening to, you know, your great podcast, you know, <laughs> Talk Time with T, you know, <laughs> shameless plug, but it's true. You know, I mean, this is information. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. I, I agree 100%, especially with uh, listening into the podcast. <laughs> you know what? Um, I think that you brought out some really important points that if I would look back in retrospect when I was working, since I'm retired now for a couple of years, um, I would never have had to use that these tools, these online tools that the young people of today have to use in their search for a job in a position didn't exist when I was out looking for a job. Like you mentioned, LinkedIn, glass door, which I don't even know what glass door is. I have to educate myself for that one. We could do another podcast on that. I'll be happy to talk. (laughs) You would have to be my resource. (laughs) So basically um, you have so many tools, like you said, so many other tools that we didn't have if we were going to make the same type of move years ago that didn't exist. So even the technology has advanced and all of these online tools are here now to help make the those types of transitions, you know, much easier. And mm-hmm. again, like you said, I totally get that your wife was there and you wanted to be there with your wife, which is the, one of the number one reasons why anybody would want to go. 
you know, like she mm -hmm. had to be there for a while due to family issues. And of course you wanted to join her if you could, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that, uh, you know, you're on your way, you and your, your family, and let's just make sure we put out there that you're expecting your first child together. Yes, so yes. Congratulations and only Thank you. months, there will hopefully be a little Lewis Jr. <laughs> <laughs> so um just want to give you some more congratulations on that and thank you so 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 much for joining me today on T's Talk Time. Uh you're my number one fan. I always say that. <laughs> one who calls in and gives me feedback. And I hope someone is out there listening. They can give me feedback on Anchor too. <laughs> yes. And, and, and you know, technology changes. Or, or is a drastic improvement every five years, they say, on average. And I want to say a little fun topic. You know, another thing that made the transition easy was I am a huge sports fan. Not just a, a sports fan, but a New York sports fan. Right. And, you know, those who know me know that my teams are the Giants, the Yankees, you know, and even the bad Knicks. They, they, they're bad, <laughs> but they're my Knicks. And um, and because I get to listen to live ESPN New York radio every day, I truly get to listen to – I listen to ESPN New York. Michael K is my favorite show. I, I talk to my friend Gary. We talk about the show. Um, I actually, um, you know, if I want to listen to Power – you know, I can even listen to my old church, you know, both live and with the podcast, you know, the next couple of days. Um, so technology has really helped. I have, it's an MSG app. I get to watch my, my New York teams. Uh, they have the NFL package. That's MSG is for basketball and hockey. I mean, I watch, you know, the basketball on it. And for the NFL network, when I sign up for cable down here, I got a free year to watch my Giants. You know, um, and the Yankees are very popular. I got to watch them on many, many games. But um, I also have an option to get the Yes Network, too. So as far as a, a little fun nugget, you know, I'm able to keep up with my sports. Like, I never left. I don't even listen at all to any any Atlanta sports. I'm going to a – I got to tell Tiquan, I'm going to the Atlanta Hawks-Lakers game on the 15th. Awesome. Uh, that, yeah. So just my friend wanted to go. So we're going to go see LeBron James because they're local. But, I, you know, I don't have to care anything about the Atlanta sports. I have <laughs> options. <laughs> That's great. And like I said, you're so easy like Sunday morning anyway. I mean, <laughs> everything is easy for you. <laughs> and, and I think that's great. And um, I really, really, really appreciate you. Um, taking some time out of your busy day and life to, you know, to, to speak on my show. And you will definitely be invited back again. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is great. Make sure you tell Nina I said hi. I will. And I love you guys so, so, so much. Thank you so much for joining me for this. We episode. love you too. Love you too. We love you too. <laughs> We definitely miss you guys. Um, got to visit you guys in November. Definitely was too short. Definitely felt the love. The love was right there. I'm so glad. Like, I'm someone 
that, you know, I even got advice one of our cousins, um, our cousin from Philly, Juwanda, uh-huh. um, Juwanza, yeah. you know, he told me that, you know, but see, his family in Philly, they get sister in the West Coast, he's here in New York, and, you know, they have that group chat with each other just to keep in touch, and group chats are good, calling is good, yeah. Facebook is good, Instagram is good, <laughs> so, again, the technology has really made it, you know, made it very easy. We just need either the flights to just get cheaper or we need one of those teleporting machines which you could just instantly <laughs> just go in the door and you're, all of a sudden you're in New York. I mean, that is that would be a blast. It would be. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just enjoy this talk so much and I, I really don't want it to end, but I know that you have to be somewhere soon. So I'm going to let you, you know, get on your journey. Again, thank you so much for sharing your time with me in this manner. And, um, you know, promote me to your friends. <laughs> I will. Thank, thank you for thank you for having me. And uh, for anyone that is can pick up on how I pause when the other person is speaking, the person who taught me that is T herself. Um, I don't know if you remember, Teresa, but I think I was, you know, I just started talking on the phone. I know I was in elementary school. We were in Queens, so either between grades second and fifth. And I used to say, hey, you there? But I, I didn't hear you have any, like, feedback. I go, like, mm, uh-huh, uh, yeah. So you just said you don't do that. And for some reason, I just picked up on that. And, you know, when I have my conversations, when the other person is speaking, it's very naturally for me to be silent, let the person speak. And sometimes I do get the same thing. Like, are you there? Hello? I'm like, yes, I'm listening. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just giving the floor to you. So if anyone picked up on that, that technique to, you know, be silent on the phone, you know, or in person during the interview, uh, T taught me that. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I love you so very, very, very much. Love you too. And you have a great evening. I'll be talking to you probably tomorrow. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I can't wait to hear how this went out. All righty. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. And as always, you can reach me on any of my social media platforms to comment or give feedback on shows or even some suggestions for future show topics. Feel free to contact me via all my social media platforms. And you can also contact me on Anchor through voicemail. So thanks again for joining me. I hope you have a pleasant evening and I'll talk to you later.